Hello everybody, this is Pastor Mark Zapolita with Impact Church San Diego and I am so excited that you are here joining us today. If you're a first time listener to the podcast or you've been here before and would like to support our ministry and keep this podcast going, you can go to our Facebook page at Impact Church San Diego, click the learn more button and you can donate there or you can text any amount to 84321 and follow the prompts. I hope this message inspires you, motivates you and renews your faith. God bless you. Welcome back. I'm Pastor Mark Sofovita with Impact Church San Diego, thanking you and welcoming you to our special Wednesday night edition of our live stream service today. And tomorrow is Christmas Eve and Christmas after that. And you know what's after that. It's basically returning everything that you got for Christmas because you didn't like it. Well, anyways, if you haven't done your Christmas shopping, you better get to it tomorrow. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. It's always hustle and bustle and everything like that. Please wear your mask. It's going to be really hard to social distance in the walls, but you know how it works. It's Christmas Eve, and you should have done this a lot earlier. Today, we're going to get into a service a sermon called the Christmas Through the Eyes of the Shepherds. The last two services that we did here, uh, we did Christmas Through the Eyes of the Wise Men and Christmas Through the Eyes of Mary, and today is Christmas Through the Eyes of the Shepherd. We're doing a Wednesday night edition of this one because uh, we had some issues a couple of weeks back, or some of our equipment. We did, couldn't quite get to it, uh, so we had to skip a Sunday. Oh, Lord, help us, Jesus, please. But while you're there, in your kitchens, in your living rooms, in your bedrooms, I want you to grab your Bibles, your iPads, uh, or you can look on the screen for a verse that says like this, in Luke chapter 2, verse 10. It says, Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. And with that said, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer so that we can uh, invite him into the service and into your living rooms, into your homes. Heavenly Father, we come before your presence to thank you to honor you, to worship you for everything that you're doing, Lord Jesus. We ask you to move in in this sermon. These verses and whatever you want to reveal to us today, Lord. We thank you, God, for this season because you are the reason for this season, Lord. And we want to wish everybody out there a joyous Merry Christmas because it's all about you, Lord. We thank you, God. We honor you and we love you. In your wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Here we go. We're going to dive into the word of God here. We have the shepherds. We're going to be talking about the shepherds here. And we see in this verse right here in chapter, uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 10, it says, Then the angel of the Lord said to them, Do not be afraid. Every time I see this scripture here, I think of the, the, the Christmas plays we used to have in my old church where the angel of the Lord would come to the shepherds and say, this, Do not be afraid. You know? And the shepherds would go, Ooh, a bright shining light, and all these little kids like this with their stuffed sheeps and their little canes and their shepherd outfits being all afraid and stuff, and the angel comes out. It says, don't be afraid. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Now, the message that the angel was given to these shepherds is what the same message that was given to Mary, the same message that was given to Joseph. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because what is conceived in you is of the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Behold, don't be afraid because I bring good tidings. Now we see in here in, in Luke chapter 2, we're going to read from verse 8 all the way through 20. You don't worry about it. As long as you have your Bibles there, I'm going to go ahead and read it. It's not going to be on your screens. And it reads like this, Luke chapter 2, uh, uh, chapter two verse 8. Now, there were in the same country 
shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. I like that. And behold, a great angel of the Lord stood before them, and, and, and the heavenly host shone around them. And that's when all the shepherds, the angels come, all the little the shepherds, they come with their little wings. Some are crooked, some are falling off, and, and, and some are too big for them. And, and all the angels are gathered around, and all the shepherds are doing this bit. And there's a noise and the, of wind and the light and the strobe lights going on there and the fog coming around there. That's just me and my mind doing the whole Christmas play scene all over again. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Don't be scared of what's going to happen. Don't be afraid of what God is going to do and to reveal to you. Now, I want to touch on this verse here in, the, in a little bit. Verse 8, it says, Now, there were in the same country shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks. What were they doing in the fields, watching over their flocks? What were they waiting for? What were they expecting? What were they thinking what was going to happen? We're going to get into that in a little bit. But I'm going to continue on of what the angels had said to the shepherds. Now, Verse 11, for there is, uh, the, uh, the angel says, don't be afraid before, behold, I give bring good tidings and joy, which will be all, all to all people. Verse 11, for there is born to you this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. This will be a sign to you. You remember how Isaiah said, had prophesied the sign to you is a virgin will give birth to a child. That was a sign. Mary was actual a sign. She was a sign. And the sign was that she was a virgin and that she was going to give birth to a child. That was a sign. The sign here for the shepherds that, and this will be a sign to you, you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in the manger. We think of, what do we think of swaddling cloths? They were more like bandages put together. And, and she, the, the baby, Jesus was wrapped around that because there was really nothing there. They were in a stable. They were in the most meekest and, and humble of places in a manger with hay. And if you ever lie down in hay, it's very prickly and, and, and really irritating. So they had to find whatever they could to wrap baby Jesus around there so that the hay wouldn't irritate the baby's skin. And so they wrapped them in these bandages and swaddling cloths so that the, the baby can be protected and, and the, the baby could be a, a warm. You will find them lying in a manger, verse 13, and suddenly there was with the angel angel a multitude of the heavenly host and praising god and saying one angel if one angel wasn't convincing letting them know that hey don't be afraid if one angel was not convincing these shepherds if one angel was not gonna make them think oh wait a minute shoot that's an angel <laughs> and the angel says don't be afraid if that wasn't enough God sends a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. And all the angels are doing this or doing this. Actually, the head angel is doing this, and all the little ones are doing this. So glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. And I'm sure once they saw that, they realized, oh, this must be a really big thing because there's a lot more angels. So we need, to, we need to do something about this. So verse 15, So it was when the angel had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said one to another, Let us go to Bethlehem 
and see the thing that has come to patch with the Lord has made known to us. The Lord has made known to the shepherds, to the shepherds alone. They were like, they were in the field. They were in the countryside. They were waiting for a sign. They were waiting for something. Why were they in the field? We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But an angel came to them and said, don't be scared. I'm going to, I'm, there's something. I bring good joy and tidings to all men. And then a bunch more angels came around and said, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. And once they took, they, they, the, the angels left, they go, we, 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 <laughs> we needed to do something about this. It says, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and baby lying in the manger. Which means they got up and they ran with haste. They got up and they took off. They bolted. They yeeted from their field. They yeeted from the sheep and they got to where baby Jesus was at. And they saw the sign. They said, you will see the sign of a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth, lying in a manger. They got there and what did they see? They saw baby Jesus wrapped in swaddling cloth, lying in a manger. This has got to be it. We just heard, and, and Mary opened her eyes. She said, why are you guys here? What, 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 what do you want? Why are you guys here? And, and the shepherds were like, we had a vision. We had a vision of an angel and telling us what was to come and what was going to be here. And, and, and Mary was thinking, I had a vision too of an angel and told me that I was going to be pregnant without even knowing a man. And Joseph had a vision in a dream saying that, hey, don't be afraid of taking Mary's wife because what's conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. So we're all having visions here. Everybody, one, one, one and another is having a vision here. And, and all these shepherds, they, I don't know how many shepherds there were, but they all had the same vision. You could not deny what they seen and heard. So they all were in one accord in that one sense in the, in the stable, seeing baby Jesus in the manger. And that's why uh, on Sunday sermon, when it says Mary treasured and she, she treasured all these up in her heart. She didn't say a word. She just treasured all these things and kept them to herself. Of what the shepherds have seen and heard, what Joseph has seen and heard and what she herself personally seen and heard and now witnessed and now felt the birth of the Son of God. And they came with haste. They ran. They went to go see Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Verse 17. Now, when they had seen him, talking about Jesus, when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told to them concerning this child. They made widely known what was told to them concerning this baby that was assigned to them, wrapped in swaddling cloth line in the manger. And verse 18, And all those who heard it marveled at those things which they were told to them by the shepherds. See, now shepherds, they're just shepherds. It's like a blue-collar job. You're out there in the fields. Oh, you're just a shepherd. You just go play in the fields. Go watch the sheep. It was a noble job, but it was a blue-collar job. They put food on the table. Probably put one of their own sheep on the table. I'm not. But what they seen and heard was something that came from above. 
And when they had left the manger, they made widely known. They could not help but to speak of the things that they'd seen and heard. As Paul had said, we can only speak of the things that we've seen and heard. Actually, Peter. Peter and John said, we can only preach of the things that we have seen and heard. And they made widely known of what was to happen, of what was to come. And everybody heard them. Now, uh, uh, shepherds in, past, in, in Spanish are called pastores. Pastores in Spanish, in Spanish well, it's a pastor. Pastor in, in Spanish is shepherd. Pastor or English, whatever. You guys get the gist, right? <laughs> shepherds are pastors. Pastores. Pastorcitos are little shepherds or shepherds. They went to preach and teach what they saw. Actually, they didn't really teach too much, but they just relayed a word of the vision that they've seen that came from above and what they witnessed in lying in the manger. And they, they, they said and told to them concerning this child of what they have seen. Verse 18, And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. They were amazed at what they were told. What do you mean a bunch of angels came up and said, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill to you? And then you went and you actually saw what they had said you were going to see as a sign? You actually saw this. This actually happened to you guys. And they were like, I, you know, I, I swear on my life that this is what I saw. This is what I've seen. This is what I heard. We went to go see. And there it was. There it was. The one that is and is to come was born, wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in the manger. And guess, guess what? The one that conceived the baby, she was a virgin. She never knew a man. Because she had a vision. And, and, and the husband was there. So, yep, I bear witness because I had a vision saying, hey, you got to take her as a... <laughs> they were, see, they were uh, uh, preaching the word. They were the first evangelists. These little shepherds were the first evangelists of what they seen and heard and what they witnessed. And they preached it. Like they said, go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. There's a song of that about shepherds. And they went to go tell it on the mountains, in the fields, and everywhere what was concerning about what concerned, what was the concerning of this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which they had told to them by the shepherds. But verse 19 here, and it says this again. Verse 19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. It was so overwhelming for Mary that she just she, she she was blown away by what she witnessed and what she heard from the angel. And then Joseph confirmed what she witnessed and heard by the angel from by the vision that Joseph had had in a dream of what was told to him by the angel. And then all the shepherds coming together, confirming to them of that what they saw in the vision that they saw in the sky of the heavenly host appearing and say, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill towards men, and telling, hey, we came here because we saw these guys and the, these angels telling us that we were going to see this. So Mary, she pondered all these things in her heart, and she couldn't, you know, she couldn't say anything. She couldn't do anything. She, it was just too much for them, too much for her. So she just stayed quiet. She says, man, blessed am I. When the angel came, says, greetings, Mary, blessed and highly favor are you in the eyes of God. She truly felt that in her heart. That's why she treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. Verse 20. 
Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told to them. They went glorifying and praising God because the message that they received from the angels and the heavenly host that appeared and what they saw, the sign of the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in the manger, this is the one that was and is and is to come, the one that was to take away the sins of the world, the one that was, the one that was uh, prophesied in Isaiah, the one that the child that was born and, and his name shall be Emmanuel, God with us. And these shepherds went to go evangelize of the things that they seen and heard as it was told to them. They went to go evangelize the nation and everybody that heard them were amazed and mind-blowing of like, no way, this happened. Yeah, she was there. He was there. The baby was there. All of us, you can't mistake all of us seeing the same vision, all the shepherds of receiving this word and preaching it. And that's what we need to do. Once you receive the word of God, once you receive something from God, once you feel something from God, you can't keep it to yourself. You just got to tell other people about what you feel, what you witness, and what happened to you or what happened to a, a family member or what happened to something at work, something great. And you know it can only be the hand of God because no one else can make things happen the way God can for with God, nothing is impossible. So they went to go preach and teach and evangelize. Now we're going to take a little bit closer look at the shepherds. Going back to verse 8. Now it says, Now there were in the same country shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Why were they living in the fields? And what were they watching over the flocks? Isn't it at night that um, that uh, that you can yeah you can have sheep and, and the flocks in the pens, you know the only reason why they go in the field is to go to go graze and to go eat. So you need shepherds to watch over them just in case the uh, uh, wild animals or predators or wolves could come around to to try to take the sheep. But this was at night. At, at nighttime, they usually bring the sheep and then they take them into the pens and they guide them out there. So okay, you guys. Uh, back home, back inside, we're going to lock you up, and then we'll take you out again uh, tomorrow so you can graze in the fields again. But they were in the fields. They were in the countrysides. The Bible says the shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over the flocks. They were actually watching for the lambs to be born. Now, lambs are born in a season called the lambing season, and they're only born during the spring. So there's a, you know, there's things of, well, you know, baby Jesus was born at Christmas. Okay, you could say baby Jesus was born at Christmas and he's the reason for the season, but he wasn't necessarily born in December 25th. The lambs, that, and the only reason why I know this is because I, I, I looked into this and, you know, I've seen videos and I read certain things that the shepherds are only stay in the fields to watch over the lambs to be born because of the lambing season. Now, lambs only give birth during the springtime, as early as February into February, March, April, at that point in time where they give, where they give, uh, uh, where they give birth to, to the lambs. As they're watching in the fields for the lambs to be born, behold, the Lamb of God was born in Bethlehem in a manger, in a stable. Behold, the Lamb of God, as John the Baptist said, behold, the Lamb of God who comes to take away the sin of the world. 
As the shepherds were waiting and watching over the flocks so that the lambs or sheep can give birth to the lambs that were to come, here we have the Lamb of God being born in Bethlehem in a stable. These lambs that were born are the ones that were supposed to be the sacrificial lambs because every year the Bible says when you go into Passover, it says bring a lamb that is of one year old and bring it into your house so that you sacrifice it for the Passover. While they were waiting for these lambs to be born, the sacrificial lambs during the lambing season, the Lamb of God, who was promised, the one that was to come to give his life for our sins, for our salvation, was being born in Bethlehem. What perfect time for an angel to tell him, hey, listen, I know you're waiting for the lambs to be born, I know you're waiting for the sacrificial lambs to be born for Passover for the following year. But there is one that was promised, that was prophesied to come to take away the sins of the world. He is now being born. He's in Bethlehem and he's in a stable. And once you get there, the sign will be to you that he'll be a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth lying in a manger. Go see for yourselves. Blessed is the Lord who, who comes to take away the sins of the world. And then the heavenly host shone around them. Glory to God in the highest. This is the one that was promised and and, and prophesied to come to take away my sins, to take away your sins. And the shepherds were waiting for the lambs to be born for the sacrificial, for, for, for the Passover sacrifice for the following year. And yet little did they know the lamb that was to be born, that was to be a sacrificial, a sacrifice for our sins was being born in Bethlehem. How perfect is that and how perfect it fits together? How store, how God puts everything together as a perfect puzzle piece seamlessly to let us know that he is the one that is and is to come. He is the one that was to be nailed to a cross, crucified, buried, and risen again for my sins, for your sins, for all the nation who receives him Praise God. Have you received the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior? Do you believe that he is and the wasn't that is to come, that was to take away the sins of the world? The Bible says that all you who, who believe shall not perish but have everlasting life. I invite you to open up your heart and receive the gift of God in your life today, and that's Jesus Christ. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. I hope that you and your family stay together strong, true, and invite God into your hearts, into your lives, and definitely into your homes. For as me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. And that should be the same for all those who seek his face who love, uh, love, love the Lord Christ, who continue to seek and find and search for him. I know that the Bible says that the wise men came and they traveled afar off from the east just to seek, to, to follow the star, to find Jesus Christ. But I tell you right now, I tell you the truth, that wise men still seek him. Are you seeking Jesus Christ? I invite you to seek him. I invite you to open up your heart. I invite you to open up your life to him today. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. and We're going to, we're going to dismiss from this place, uh, from this service, from this live stream. 
And I want you to do it sincerely and just love the Lord your God with all your heart for what he has done in this season. And this is his season, for he is the reason for this season. Heavenly Father, we come before your presence to lift you up, to honor you, to thank you, to give you all the honor and all the glory for everything that you've done, Lord Jesus. We know that your plan is perfect. We know that what you're doing is your will. And, and, and without you, Lord, we, we would just be us. We wouldn't be nothing. But we know as long as we continue to seek your face, as we know as long as we continue to, to love you and to search for you and to seek ye the kingdom of God and all your righteousness, knowing that everything will be taken care of, that everything will be okay. Because you are Lord God Almighty. You are the one that gave his son and crucified on the cross for our salvation, rose again for our victory. We thank you, God, in everything. We honor you and we love you. In your wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much for watching this special Wednesday night version uh, of our our service. And I hope you have a good uh, Christmas and a happy new year. I'll see you at 1030 this Sunday morning a few days after Christmas. God bless you. hope you enjoyed today's message and if you did tell a friend and if you would like to support our ministry you can go to our facebook page at impact church san diego click the learn more button and you can donate there or you can text any amount to 84321 and follow the prompts because it's people like you that keep this podcast going 
Thank you and God bless you.